I'm recording. Shut up. It's Two Dummies. With Devin Ruskin and Noah Bender. Mazel tov. Hello and welcome back to another special brand new episode of Two Dummies Bar Bot Mitzvah Edition. Devin, are you excited for our guest today? We're talking mitzvahs. L'chaim, Noah. <laughs> L'chaim, indeed. <laughs> let's let's introduce our guest. Our guest this week on Two Dummies is the CEO and event producer of Real Genius Entertainment. He's been hosting and DJing Barn Bot Mitzvah parties in the LA area for nearly 30 years. Please welcome Randy Lehrman. I'll applaud for myself tonight because there's so many people <laughs> in the audience. Welcome. Good morning. Yes. Hi. Mazel tov indeed. This is like, this is like early for me. Oh yeah. Do you go to bed like pretty late with all these bar mitzvah parties? I do. I mean, certainly not as many bar mitzvahs as it used to be, but I did a, as I was saying, I did a, a, a bot mitzvah last night. Yeah. Let's just jump right in because I want to jump in. I want to hear about how how mitzvah parties have changed since COVID. You're doing it's all virtual, and you're also doing car mitzvahs, right? I'm doing all of that stuff. So you know, like everybody who has a in entertainment live events type of business, um, I think many of us cried for a good three to four months and just laid in a tiny in a corner in the fetal position um, <laughs> and uh, screaming out profanities, which I will not use. But you know. When you come out of that, and I started seeing people do like these drive-bys where a car goes by and you wave and stuff, and I'm like, well, I should be doing that, but with anything like my whole business and how I've run it for for all these years, gotta go I, big. You, you gotta go big, and you have to go different and unique, or you don't grab people. So I just wanted yeah. to do that in the beginning. So um, I sort of, you know, when I came out of that fog, like everyone was in, I just I started a side business, which is. A side business to my own so we do um these interactive drive-bys for the mitzvahs because on the day of you still want to see people and you don't want the police you know handcuffing you for saying hi to somebody on the day of right. so what i do is a little different so i brought i actually speaking of fm i broadcast fm to all the cars so we have an fm yeah. like mini station so even if cars are lined up for like station. a like a half mile you know, we do Noah Radio if it was your, you know, bar mitzvah, hey. and we broadcast in there, and then we do shout outs. So we we create commercials. That's a secret for the kids. So oh he my sends, gosh, so we we ask the clients to to give us stuff, and then we surprise the kids. So that's the drive bys, but the other stuff is virtual um, bar and bat mitzvahs, which we've been doing. I, I I wouldn't say that I've been working every week, but it's getting to that point. Um, and so we've done that. And of course, the, my big side thing is um, I do Zoom interactive game shows. So nice. I've done game shows for up to a thousand people. Wow. And uh, you can play the whole game on your cell, on your smartphone, anywhere around the world. It's all real time scoring. And I've done a lot of stuff for Jewish organizations. And it's been really fun. So what kind of stuff do you do for the virtual parties where people are just in their homes dancing it seems to be it, it, I, it seems like it would have to be much more structured it so it is and that's the whole thing is i said why you know certainly why uh if something is great don't change it too much and so kind of my approach was i saw a few guys online doing it and i said these are very mellow and i said why are we not waking people up like this is this whole party, party. 
party party okay this whole pandemic and this crazy thing like people are in a fog and as people are coming out of it i think that you have to wake them and shake them they want to turn uh, up <laughs> turn up and so it became this thing of let's plan the mitzvah like we would normally now you don't do a four-hour mitzvah on on zoom so it's like an hour and a half too but i still do an like a a grand entrance we do a four hour. Uh um, if they want a live dance party, I actually have a live DJ that plays and mixes, and I bring my dancers in in addition to my emceeing, and they lead the kids. And then I do my Zoom interactive game show. We play the montage. We do group photos. I can do a scavenger hunt. So I make it as much like a real real mitzvah as I can. Do you send, like, the bar mitzvah toys to the family to, like, pass out? Oh, God, no. <laughs> You could send out all the blow up guitars and plastic fedoras. No, like fedoras. And, no yeah. and, and by the way, that's actually funny. You guys mentioned those. Those are such, it's actually, that's like the canned thought of what the mitzvah stuff is. And even that stuff has really come a far away. We barely do any blow ups or things like that. It's more like light ups and sunglasses and things like that. But the blow ups, like they, they died in the late nineties. I'm sorry to that's say. Definitely, hey, yeah, that's not like at the bar mitzvah parties we went to. <laughs> In the in the early 2010s, maybe in the early 2010s, but um, you know, we we've tried to like change it a little bit so it's not like I don't play YMCA at these parties anymore. We try to keep okay. it a little more chaos live. That was one of our big questions. We want to know like how the songs have changed, especially now that TikTok is a thing. Like, do yeah. kids just do those like dumb dances, or do you still play no. like <laughs> the Macarena or the Cupid Shuffle? So yeah, it's it's like if you're talking, you see, there's dance music and then there's follow alongs. So yeah. kind of the music you guys are talking about, throwing like Cupid Shuffle, Macarena, those are what we call follow alongs, where you have a specific dance to. So those back are in the in Hall the day, of Fame of Bar Mitzvah songs. Exactly. So YMCA, of course, that's in the Hall of Fame. The Macarena, it's in the Hall of Fame. I would just say these days, and and let's all admit it here, we're all LA people right now. We're doing this in LA, so I would mm -hmm. say that we're a little more forward thinking, like New Ooh, York, Florida, more cultural. Chicago. We're a little more, you know. So those songs have sort of, you know, I don't want to say died, but they're. They, I rarely do the YMCA unless they're somebody cliche at this point. They're cliche. They're a little cliche, but it is more like um, cha 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 slide, cupid shuffle, stuff like that. Um, and we'll do the TikTok stuff only as like here's and there's because the adults don't know it as much. And when I'm trying to do a party, I want everything as much as I can to be in every everybody type of party where the adults get up, the kids, the eight-year-olds, and the altacockers. <laughs> and that's old, that's old people for Yiddish, you know. When I had mm -hmm. my bat mitzvah, I fully banned like every like uh, song you just listed. Like I was like, no YMCA. Right. No Cupid Shuffle, <laughs> none of those. I was so sick of them. Devin just wants dirty down south rap. Yeah, so I'm from South Florida, and there's in my area there weren't that many Jews, so I only went to like three or four bat mitzvahs, and what? just from those amount, I know it's crazy. From that amount, I was just like, I cannot listen to another Macarena. I like, I refuse to let people do that. And that's why those those songs sort of, like I said, not fully died, but they're definitely slightly unconscious and especially like i said in la in the big cities but you will see that stuff you know if we're doing a bar mitzvah in arizona which never happens that will YMCA, like, hey, we gotta play the ymca that's super now and i'm like no that is not now that is like very 1991. yeah i do have to say the cotton eye joe 
I oh, like yeah. I still think that bops. Like that that's a great song. That's a great one. Because <laughs> it's like a dance song. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, can we talk about what a gift to Barnbot Mitzvahs was I Got a Feeling by the Black Eyed Peas? Such, such, I mean, such a gift. You know, that's another thing <laughs> if you want to talk about where music fits. This is actually a funny one because um, along the, the lines of how long I've been doing this, we always talk about like what the last song of every party was mm -hmm. and that even yeah. that has had to evolve. So mm -hmm. for like right now, we usually will say to D, you know, and it's not me because we don't, I don't generally play that one anymore um, at the end. But like, it was first, it was like Last Dance by Donna Summer. Like, it's that was like all. Yeah. And you're hired. And um, so <laughs> stuff like that. And then, you know, it evolved. And then it was like, I got a feeling. I mean, there are all these songs. And I got a feeling you play to start the party. Sometimes, but you know, depending on the crowd, sometimes it we we mix it up. So I never like it's got Mazel Tov in it, so it's perfect for my mitzvahs. It's got Mazel Tov. That's like a mid. I feel like that's a mid party song when everyone's like finally going into. Yes. Yeah. And and here's why Devin is right. Okay, and this is just a light thing. I don't know. It, this is a little weird on Tondra, and I'm sorry to say this, but just don't blow your wad early, guys. Okay. So that's yeah, yeah exactly. That is a life lesson. Don't blow your water early. So if yeah, I got a well. feeling is like, and by the way, what's the what's the rule about cursing on the show? Do you bleep? Do you have to oh, bleep? You can it? curse. It's fine. Okay, it's like the it's like the shit. Like at that point, if I got a feeling is the shit, you you don't throw it away early. You see That's where you true. need it. You use it later. And if you have a whole bunch of people popping and you throw that in the middle, it just bridges to another set or you just really? keep things yeah. going with and it. And then they finally like everyone screams Mazel Tov together. Like that's not a first exactly. thing. Like, what? Yeah, you but get I got a feeling that tonight's gonna be a good night. Like for me, right. I, I mean, I we understand. went to we went to all the mitzvah parties in like 2010 and 11. So like that's when the the Black Eyed Peas were super big, and like that song yeah. was popular on its own right. But it was also just like perfect meshing for a bar mitzvah song. It was like the now we're gonna have a dance party. Everybody get on the floor. It's I got a feeling you can clap. Yes. Tonight's gonna be a good night. Dude, he's too tight this morning. He must have had a bagel and a Dr. Brown's cream soda. Oh my god! I'm hype. I mean, I'm our family is such a Dr. Brown's fan. You have to have. You know what I always said is if they ever get me on the show, um, the the Bachelor, but not the Bachelor. It would be the Jewish Bachelor, which I should be on. <laughs> is I would not give away a rose. I would give away like a bagel and a Dr. Brown's cream soda. Oh my god! We are doing. a black cherry. <laughs> We like You're the Black Cherry family. Black okay. Cherry. Yeah, we're a Black Cherry family. <laughs> I never knew Doc Browns was such a Jewish thing. I don't. I it's think, just because of Brent's, right, or the, any of the delis we would go to. Yeah, like yeah, we have Flakeowitz here in Florida, and like if we go there, we're getting a Doctor Brown soda. I'm learning That's so much <laughs> because of my new friends on the East Coast. That's a whole new thing too. Oh yeah. So are you performing? at like people because you because this is all online now can you do like places in florida and like new jersey and all of that yes this is the crazy the craziest thing so first i like i said i was doing like the virtual barn bot mitzvahs when those popped up but it actually came from these zoom interactive game shows so my partner and i built a um i went to college with this guy and we're, we've been buddies for a long time and he he had this gaming platform and we, we basically kind of took that and built it up bigger. And then we ended up going to another one. So we've done a, a whole bunch of these corporate events. 
and people started calling and emailing us from Florida and Rhode Island and New York. And we were doing all these games. So I've done game shows across the United States. Like I think that we're nearing over a hundred game shows um, wow. in the last like four or five months and um, around the world. Yeah, so you can really expand have, your client base that way. Yeah, I mean, it's not like bar mitzvah clients per se, but like I will say most of my bar mitzvah clients that do the virtual have been East Coast. So it's it's totally crazy to have, because I live in my little bubble here in the San Fernando Valley, and it's so great to have new friends and new friendors, you know, vendor friendors <laughs> okay, that yeah. are across the country that I can like chat with and like these are my new peeps. So it's been definitely th some things are are really great because of all this the craziness that has happened. Well, that's oh. good because my cousin needs her abundance was coming up soon. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. I can do the online or we can fly out and I'll wear a giant NASA suit and we'll do a live. <laughs> yeah, I feel like she's the type of girl who needs it to be in person, but yeah, we cannot yeah. do that right now. So we will postpone whatever and I can do yeah, some we'll impressions. We do impressions also so I can nail that for her as well. <laughs> Oh my God. Oh yeah, baby. Let's talk about uh, regional differences for bar mitzvahs because Devin's we in Florida. De yeah, Devin's in Florida and I'm and I'm from California. I'm from the Bay Area. And I was asking Devin about her experience at bar mitzvahs and she said like she never went to anybody where they played games. It was- I, Yeah, I've never played a game at a bar mitzvah or a bar mitzvah. Yeah, it, it's kind of a trippy thing. So I'm, I'm actually, I would say, of the D, you know, the DJs out here, I tend to say I do less games. Now I can do as many games as one wants, but in the, when I go over all this stuff with clients, I tell people, you know, games are sort of a fallback. You are hiring yeah. an amazing DJ to get great dancing, to have one of my fantastic dancers, Noah, come out and do his own dance to I Got a Feeling and yep. possibly sing and be removed from the party. Um, <laughs> we, we, you know, the, the whole thing is with games, if you do too many, the adults are bored. Okay. Yeah. So I generally will do games as the fallback, but I have really cool games. Um, but regionally, I will definitely say uh, that the East Coast likes games like the the long islands the rhode island stuff like that like the more chill families they like games but because their kids are a little more shy so we kind yeah. of put the things in there as like the backstop so if they don't dance we can go to a game but i'm like let's pack it with dancing but if we have to do the old school pepsi seven up we will yeah Devin never played have... pepsi seven up i, oh, I have no good. idea what that is the one game we played oh. was musical chairs that's like the okay, quintessential so... mitzvah game yeah can you so explain see, Devin... pepsi seven up Exactly. That's quintessential, like old school limbo. Like limbo is like the YMCA. Oh, it's, it's like turn it, rolling over in its own I little had a limbo PVC pipe. So, um, but but for instance, musical chairs. I have evolved that. So I would never do musical chairs now in LA or Florida or Chicago or whatever because the kids yeah. are too sophisticated. Yeah, so yeah. I do now. I do musical chair scavenger hunt. Oh, that's pretty cool. So instead of going around the chairs and we take one away, let's just, that's for eight year olds. Each <laughs> round, the kids have to go out into the audience and find something crazy from the adults and bring it oh. back. And then I, we'll did, I did something like that at my party. Chair. Yeah. It's like the weirdest PE ever. I think, yeah, yeah I did that once at I, John Konevsky's bar mitzvah. I think he's the one that had. Yeah, I know him. Games. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking John Konevsky. John Konevsky. Yeah, he exactly. had games. Okay. It's coming back to me now. Yeah. But mine was like heavily dance because because we're both dancers. And we're dancers. Like, we're, 
any games. I am performing. I had my group of friends from my dance company perform. Right. Everyone watch. But also, yours is a bat mitzvah. So again, bar mitzvahs, look, when we're 13 years old and boys and Jewish, you know, it's a little <laughs> harder for us to get the the Jewish mojo going. But yeah. for bat mitzvah, girls love to dance. So we're going to fo- – I focus more on the dance. And it's me yeah. reading the crowd and going, that's my – you know, my wheelhouse. So girls are going to dance more dance stuff. If I have boys who are like, yeah, I love the, the tech nerdy stuff and blah, blah. Then yes, we're going to program a couple more games in there. Cause they might not, you know, be doing the, the, the yeah, they want to like hang out with each other and kind of like, kind of like poke fun, make each other look dumb. And the girls just yeah, want to like have a good time yeah. and, and dance around. Yeah. The boys are, the boys are trading Minecraft references. Right. So I have to build that into my program. So with Fortnite, I'm not sure exactly what it is. Oh but six months of hell. <laughs> hell six like, months of hell for me. Is, is it like music from Fortnite? Like, how does that work? Do people? It's like just a way to like get that? boys to dance, right? Well, again, it, it it was, and literally, it was like six to eight months of whatever this is called. Yeah. I don't Which know what they, that is. The shoot okay. dance? That's the shoot, right. Yeah, the shoot oh, dance. That was the shoot. And I'm like, is that like the the 90s version of like the rolling of the dice? I'm not really <laughs> That's also popular now, the dice roll. Yeah. The dice so, rolls back, yeah. Yeah, so those things go in and out, but definitely the Fortnite just, it was like super high up and it just, it just dove like Tesla. Yeah, it's not <laughs> as popular these days, no. but it was probably a great way to get young boys comfortable dancing. Exactly. So if if that works, that works. But we're always trying new things. So did you ever play the cat daddy? Like that was my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Cat daddy. Cat I loved daddy. that one when I was cat daddy it. and the whip and the wobble. Oh yeah. Oh wobble. I forgot about that. That was a classic. Wobble baby. Wobble baby. Yep. All those uh, are in there. of yeah. of your of your many years of of doing mitzvah parties what has been your personal favorite kind of follow along dance like there's because yeah. so many dances have come and gone where it's like the song is about the dance like the whip nene and the wobble and such and such oh uh what is my favorite because you've um, seen them all you know that's a tough one i i honestly i i probably would still say the ymca and i'll tell you why all of the other dances that we're talking about all have a dance that some DJ made or the artist of the song and or some YouTube thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. With the YMCA and including the Macarena, YMCA is the only thing that I make up as I go. Every DJ had their own version of the YMCA, so we did it. So I kind of say the YMCA is legit because it's the OG. We make it up. Yeah. We do it. No kid is going to go find it online and find the same one. So mm-hmm. I just love things that are sort of open to interpretation DJing this whole thing is an art so it's its own entity so I would say it's still the why what about I mean, it's you, a classic uh, I mean what, what's that Dev oh I was just asking now, now I'm more <laughs> <laughs> the I mean the for for me the the top song at my bar mitzvah was party rock anthem I love to shuffle yes and that, okay, and it's funny that you mentioned that. So that's like the song that I, one of the three or four songs that I play as the end of my parties now because it's really? such a high energy song. Yeah, yeah. because you want to end on a high note. In the eighties, okay, way back in the day, I was not working then. I was I was a mere child. You but was attending. I was just literally, yeah, I was I was two. But when you're doing those parties, like 
everybody would end the party on like a very kumbaya, a that's what friends are for, a a Jewish day camp, uh, let's sway and be chill and be mellow. I'm like, no, we need to end the party on a high note so everybody wants more and they're leaving and yeah. hugging and writing the bar mitzvah boy a much larger check for having a good time. So that's yeah. end on a high note and party rock is like an up song. Yeah. They ended mine with Don't Stop Believing." That's another uh. great because you have to have like a nice little like goodbye circle where you give a hug to everybody and thank all yeah. your friends and your extended family. And that's well, that's not happening that... anymore. No more hugs. I know. I know. <laughs> I need to I bring hugs back. My cousin, I went to her bat mitzvah two years ago and they played Bohemian Rhapsody. And I was like, I don't feel like that's a good song for a bat no. And, and again, I, I would say for me and, and aspiring DJs coming up like my, and I, tr I train, guys that I think are going to be great at parties. It's not what you play, but when you play it. So I'm going to bet money. I don't know how you zoom money. I'm going to bet you money <laughs> that Devin, when that song got played at the party, it ruined the dance set. But if you oh, play that song, right. And, but if you play that song at the right time, and I'll tell you when I would play it, it can bring the crowd to life. So what I would usually do for that song is first, <clears throat> it's only when, that kid is going to like it. So if they're not a Queen fan, don't play it. But like Queen was hot when the movie came out. So I was playing that yeah. for like a seven months. I would play that song as dessert was ending. So yeah, guess what? That's what I was if no one gets up to dance, that's fine. But when they heard it, they would start singing it. And then I would call them to the dance floor. And then they're like slam dancing, thinking I'm playing Sandstorm. And they would go absolutely crazy, and that brought my dance floor back. So you don't play songs like that in the middle of a dance set. You play them to start one, and if yeah. they don't work, you can play another one after. So yeah, you got to get people singing first, it. and then for the two for yeah. two minutes of slow singing, then the beat picks up. Then you can kind of be like, okay, we're moving, we're grooving. I'm literally all about breaking the ice. Yeah, for my bat mitzvah, I was telling Noah this before. I had like a. I had like a two-story place, so we had the kids up top and then the adults downstairs because. Uh -oh. <laughs> oh no! It wasn't. Did you have no, two we DJs weren't. or something. No, it was just like classy for the adults downstairs, and then if they wanted to come dance, they'd come upstairs because I was very into rap music back then. Still, I am, <laughs> and I was like, I cannot have these adult family members like dancing with me. But right, that's unacceptable. That, but it was that, fun that, that all came up yeah. eventually because when you're when you're 13 there's such the like warring sentiments of like everybody look at me and also like nobody look at me right yeah it's it's hard i mean and that's again for me gauging my crowd so when i chat with parents about their kids i always involve the kid i want to get to know them so that i know you know, if they're going to scream out, I got a feeling at their own dance party, or if they like the kids upstairs and the adults downstairs, I find those things out and I build the whole party around that. So it's literally that kid feels good. The, the ice is broken for them and the whole party's fun. So that's how um, I do how it. How do you feel about like requests? Cause I was that kid who constantly oh. went to the DJ and was like, can you play this? Can you please play this? Yeah. You play who let the dogs out. Um, <laughs> and then I'm like, where's my machete? So, you know, okay, so like I feel three ways about it. I I hate when the most cliche song is being requested and you're like, yes, I'm going to play it. But like I was telling you guys before, I actually hold that song as like my my Bitcoin, okay? It's like yeah. so high in value and I can literally play it when I want. What's that one right now? 
Yeah, what's well, the song? Nothing, because there's no live events, yeah, there's and there's no, no real way to gauge that. So the music, <laughs> they're kind of outright numbers. So, you know, people are dancing <laughs> online, but people are just like the old favorites, I guess. Um, so so my, my request thing is what I call, it's yes and no. If someone comes up to me with a request that fits in with what the client has asked me to do and what I think will rock the party, I'm like, great, thanks for filling me in on the 101st song. We're absolutely gonna play it. Yeah. But if they come up with a sucky song, I'm gonna be like, let me see if I have that. And then I'll <laughs> yeah. see what- Sorry, happens. I don't have it. Okay. Yeah, I remember okay. hearing that a lot. They'd be like, oh yeah, let yeah. me see if I have this. That's it. Because <laughs> That's look, low. I am not playing Yanni at a party. I'm not playing the theme to the Muppet Show at a party. So <laughs> yeah. yes. And by the way, if the kid is like some crazy amazing dancer or someone who I know that will get people on the dance floor, I'll try to again find a way to play it during dessert or during a downtime. Yeah. Where let them be the Pied Piper while I'm having my kids buffet food. And yeah. let them bring up people. So again, it's it's taking a song that you might not want to play. If you can play it, I try to, but I don't I don't let someone tell me what's better for the party if it's just that one kid that hey can I play Yanni like that literally <laughs> happens and it's like weird yeah for my sister's bat mitzvah she requested a bunch of uh, Broadway show tunes and and they were like we'll play this as the guests arrive it's right. like okay exactly it's it's playing there's, it at the there's right room time. for that stuff but yeah you, there's you room gotta, for everything yeah like when do you play shots when I leave the party with all of my DJs that work with me and my yeah. dancers, and then we do shots. Devin, no, I uh, think that was just because you went to bat mitzvahs in 2011. Like that's I <laughs> love that. That's, that's, that's totally a song. Still a song. St still yeah. play it. And and I will say last set. Oh. And the reason is because the last hour of dancing after dessert should be that the craziest, high yeah. energy, longest dance set of the night and the most energy and you throw shots in there with like all the other high energy songs. You're already sweating. They're all, you're already sweating. So sweat out the alcohol, sweat out the Dr. Brown's cream soda, yeah, yeah, sweat yeah. everything out. That's sweat out the chicken you. nuggets. Sweat, sweat out the black cherry. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any like uh, secret back pocket tricks for getting people back on the dance floor? You know, when, when, when there might be a little dip in the party, Yes. You gotta say, all right, everybody, come back. Like, you know, this is a, let, let's hear it for Joshua. Yeah, like that. That's kind of like, and like another round of applause. Never do that, but um, <laughs> Noah, we can get you in for a workshop. But like, <laughs> Noah really wants to be a bar mitzvah dancer. I am dancer. destined to become a bar mitzvah dancer. I, I think was you so would be great as an as a bar mitzvah MC. I think I I would want to do both. I, yeah, I just, she talks about this all the time. I've been to so many bar mitzvahs. The, yeah. I mean, literally, this is, okay. The last bar mitzvah that I went to was like two years ago. It was my third cousin who like, I don't know that well. And like, it was him and a bunch of his friends and none of them wanted to dance. And so right. like, it was just me and like my family and like his whole family of people that I didn't really know. And so I was just on the dance floor dancing with like a bunch of random aunties and getting the party going with these people that I'd never met before. And it yes, was the best feeling. That's yeah. it must like it, that's what it's like to be a bar mitzvah dancer. You're like, come on, auntie, like dance with me. And the funny thing is, I don't even remember your first question, which I'm going to get to because you'll have yeah. to tell me again. But I'm going to explain to you what you are is sort of 
I don't want to say that I created it, but this is what most of my team is. So it's, by the way, it's not just me as an MC, like event producer that does these. I have five mm -hmm. teams. So I have five other people that are MC because if I'm booked, I need other people to go out. Mm -hmm. But basically what I created was this person I called the hybrid. And instead of it being just an MC or just a DJ or just a dancer, it's someone who usually is specializes in two of those jobs. So yeah. you, Noah, would be like the MC dancer. You'd be the hype person. You're great on the mic. You're great as a dancer. Me, I'm totally white and Jewish. So my thing yeah. is I'm, I'm a great manager of the whole event. I have tons of experience and I'm doing like impressions and comedy, but I'm an MC and a DJ. Those are my specialties. So I, as You're the owner- You're not doing break also, dancing lessons? Uh, no, I don't want to break my hip or anything. <laughs> yeah. Just don't want to see that. And you have to remind me what the first part of the question was because we were, we totally ranted there, which was fun. We're talking about the tricks to get people back on the dance oh, floor. Yeah. Okay, so I wanted to I wanted to get the, get to that also. So using all of our special abilities, again, it's either playing a song that starts out whatever, like kind of slow, but gets people going. But my turn my company is also yeah, turn down for what my <laughs> my company is known for for its dancers also. So what I do at these parties is I have what's called a halftime show because Ooh. after dinner, kids just played their game with us and the adults are in their food coma. And the typical DJ, no joke, Devin, this is actually funny because when you guys chat about this later, Noah did what we say the typical DJ does to get people up and it yeah. doesn't work. But I, De Noah, I love you. Trust me. Okay. <laughs> but what that is is after dinner is people are still in their food coma and they've just ate and they're like, hey, everybody, it's Josh's Bar Mitzvah come up and yeah. blah, blah. That doesn't work. Okay. And, it's, and I think maybe it's just LA or the bigger cities because we need something more. If you just play a song, it just doesn't get people up. So what I have my dancers do is come out and do a one to two minute and we get the kids out, we get the main, you know, the star of the party, the bar bat mitzvah in their own special chair or we bring out a throne if it's Devin, Ooh. like she needs to sit in a throne for her bat mitzvah. <laughs> so we put on a one to two minute halftime show, break dancing, backflips, gymnastics, a guy contorting himself. So my dancers are there to dance and party with you all day. They you know, pass out the giveaways, they do all that interactive stuff, but they also all have that break dancing ability or that those show tricks, that stuff wakes up a crowd and then it's like, let me grab you and grab you. So, and then people wanna join. They're like, well, if they're doing that, I have to join in because it's like a spectacle. It's like, ooh, we're on Venice, we're at Third Street and we see those dancers and we're yeah. like, I have to go watch this and it creates that crowd effect and you're like, okay, I got a party now. I did so. that at my bar mitzvah with my dance team. Yeah, but it was Legitimate. it was you. It was me. I didn't have any dancers at my bar mitzvah, by the way. It was you, right? It was so, yeah, it was me and my dancers. Ladies and gentlemen, from Real Genius Entertainment, we have my new dancer Devin, and we have my new MC dancer Noah. And I'm gonna just stay chill and drinking my water in West Hills. <laughs> I got offered a job when I was like ten at my cousin Marley's bar mitzvah because of how much I was dancing. Really? Like getting people to do Yeah. They wanted you to come back as, as a kid? Yeah. Did you say at 10? Yeah. At, I was like very, like, I was myself at 10. Like, I looked exactly the same. You can look at my Facebook as I grow up. And I was going to say, I thought you were bought mitzvah like four years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they offered me a job in Michigan for her bat mitzvah. And my parents oh. were like... Are you sure it wasn't like... 
good job, little girl. You should like we could hire you. Like call my mom into the room. She'll <laughs> she'll back me up. It was Marley's sweet whatever bat mitzvah. Oh, is Marley's Wonderland? What is it? You know what? The theme wasn't Marley and me. Yeah. No. <laughs> it was Marley's. What's the fucking char- Marley and the Chocolate Factory? There we uh, go. That, that's a oh, good that's one. Cool. I like that. That's a great yeah, one. Yeah, that one was awesome. It's just candy everywhere. What have been some of the most out there themes you've ever experienced? Yeah. Oh my god, the most out there. Th- I, I've seen everything that you can think of, like oh, from I'm sure. the, the shopping to the James Bond. Um, uh, man, it, it just. Anything that you could think of, I'm, I'm just trying to think if there's anything been like super weird, um, like Doctor Who themes. Okay, uh, some pretty nerdy well, kids. Yeah, <laughs> that a, yeah, that's a nerdy kid for sure. But I don't, like I said, I don't do just the the DJing. I kind of do. I don't want to say like I do full service event planning, but what I do is to give them cool ideas for things. Like so, for instance, I did a a Harry Potter themed event oh, that's fun. and they said they said we're not hiring a planner but we want your lights and all that stuff so i basically said well instead of doing round tables for the kids make them long tables so they were in the, all the halls like of gryffindor oh, okay, and all that yeah and then i i pre-recorded shout outs as professor snape because that's one of my impressions oh yeah you gotta do oh. it right and now. i did Little gentlemen if you would turn your page to 232. <laughs> so, um, so basically I pre-recorded those and had the houses go and sit down at this certain time. So stuff like that, or oh, they came cute. through like a wall of fog for their grand entrance. I mean, just things like that. So we try to theme stuff, but there's been some interesting things. Oh, Yosemite was the weirdest theme I ever did. Yosemite? Yeah. Like Okay. Camping? So first of all, you, you guys are both Jewish, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That is not a Jewy theme. No one says yeah, Yosemite and thinks Jewy, and it's okay. So it was like super old school, way back in the day. And the one that I the, I will mix. I don't know if I can. Can I mix this into what you said? Is come up with my dummy moment? Sure. Is sure. that okay? Okay. So this was the dummy moment of the century. Not me being a dummy, but back in the in the old days, they used to do the candle lighting, right? Where right. they call. Oh, up. Yeah. By the way, that doesn't happen very much at all. Maybe ten percent. God. Yeah, I only I went know. to a couple with candle lighting. Yeah, everybody does the montage now, but it used to be that. And so Devin this, hates the montage. Devin doesn't we'll like the montage. We'll get to that later. We will get, get to that, that later. For Devin, <laughs> see, I wouldn't do a montage. I would do a concept video, so we could get her dancing and doing all those things, and that's a whole other piece there. <laughs> so, but for this party, so it was the Yosemite theme again, not super Jewy. It was very woodsy and all that. And they had little pine trees on every table. So again, okay. it didn't have That's a kind of cute cottage core. It's cute. It didn't. It just didn't have the feel of like let's get down and yeah. party. But that's okay. Again, we, we get. So here's the dummy moment. <laughs> there's that tacky the T-shirt moment. that says uh, Yo Semite on it that I've seen a bunch oh. of like dads wear at my temple. I'm sure they do. I'm sure. <laughs> so here's no, wait, the, here's your, your, your dumbest moment of the here's week. Here's your dumb moment. Okay. Yeah. So again, when you don't have a planner, like I will help you with as much as I can, but don't do stupid things behind everybody's back. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the mom decided she was the planner and the decorator. So when we used to do candle lighting, I would play kind of MC and DJ, let's say, and, and my other guys would hold the candle or the mic. So I would be, and this was back in the day. So we were like on CDs and turntables. So we're literally like, I would turn back and pull a CD. And so they had a what I thought was a fake log 
It was, you know, as long as a log lighter. Uh-huh. And that was what the kid was lighting each candle with. So I turn back and I'm playing a about to play a CD. Here comes the dummy moment, everybody. And one of the candles that was in this log tipped, tipped over. Uh-oh. Okay. This log that the mom brought was not a prop log. Oh, it no. was a fireplace log lighter oh, lamp no. that she log lighter that she had altered for the mitzvah. So the candle tipped over, the entire Yule log, as we will call it, lit on fire, and smoke went to the ceiling, and the old school sprinklers blasted the entire room of people, and everybody ran the F out, and that was good night. Wow. (laughs) Like, what are you thinking? A flammable log for candle lighting. We got some genius thinkers there. I'm imagining just like sitting on a table or something, just like hanging out, lighting a a huge log of lighting a huge log. It sounds like a very disgusting thing. Yeah, I thought you were. I thought it was gonna lead into some like weird like Spanish tradition, like like the cagatillo, like the the yule log of of shit. I love that uh, that uh, cagatillo on my taco. Yeah, yeah, right. (laughs) That's what you were asking. Okay, well, shall we shall we get into the other dumbest moments of the week? Yeah, I guess so. Dumbest thing of the week. Dev, let's Devin, let's Dev, don't be too excited. <laughs> yeah, come on, dude. It's like our relationship. I think I'm more calm and Noah's like, hey! Oh, I can tell. I'm the play I am the play by play and you're and you're the color commentary. Yeah. She's the she's the black she, she's the black cherry. Yeah, and, and, and I'm the, the cream I'm soda. The, yeah, I'm seven up. Yeah, <laughs> right down the middle. Um, You're the sprite. So I guess my dumbest moment. It's not really dumb. It, it happened this morning. Like actually, oh, as soon on. as I woke up, um, we got this dog, Sadie, and I'd say she's around like sixty pounds. So she's a pretty big girl. And all of a sudden, I heard the like. <laughs> <laughs> And then she just like vomited all over the ground. Ooh. And when it sounds I see- like the adult table at Passover. <laughs> oh! <gasps> when, I, <gasps> when I see vomit, I vomit. And no one was home this morning because my parents were looking at pools to get a pool. Ooh. So that's that's a humble con. brag. I mean, pro. That's a pro. Yeah. But um, so she started vomiting, and I put her in my parents' room. And I started to hear the like <gasps> again, and then she vomited twice more on their carpet. Oh, so how would you put her on the carpet? I didn't. I wasn't thinking. I was like, the dog's gonna eat her vomit, and so I had to lock her in the other room. So I That's had to start cleaning. Moment. Yeah. So then I had to start cleaning it up, and I like yeah. started to vomit. Well, <laughs> I start, like, I mean, Kevin, <laughs> let me just give you a tip on dog vomit. I have three dogs, and the best thing you can do to make sure that your dog does not vomit is not play the YMCA in your house. Yeah. <laughs> Again. No. <laughs> oh my god. But uh that was that was it. I just was like constantly at that moment of like <clears throat> about to like when I was cleaning her. Well, I, and I can tell all of your listeners right now everybody's just about to go out and get deli after hearing <laughs> that dry you get dry a nice biscuit sandwich. Yeah, dry back <laughs> three minutes of this show. <laughs> I was dry heaved for a lot of it. Like I, I locked myself in the bathroom for a sec, thinking I was gonna throw up, and it was just dry heaving, and I was like sobbing. Can I ask a weird question though? Why did you lock yourself in the bathroom when no one was home? 
Oh. I was just like, I didn't want the dog. I don't know. I was like, I don't want the dog I, to see me like this. I don't want the dog <laughs> to see me dry heaving, even though. Yeah, I was weak. Yeah. I was having a weak bitch moment. But you, you need to keep up your. The, 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 no, I was going to say the dog's legit because it actually yacked and you, you know, next time, a little <laughs> more follow through. A little yeah, more I couldn't follow even, through. I couldn't even follow through with it. But yeah. all good. I cleaned it up like a big fucking girl. I cleaned <laughs> yeah. up all three of them. And, and I, like, I wish I would have cursed more today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm a big fan time. of it. Okay. But yeah, we still have time. So that was yeah, it. Still time. Cleaned up vomit. Your turn, Noah. Okay. Uh, well, mine's not as gross. There's, it's not not as much vomit. Um, even though I did spill some barbecue sauce in my car recently this week, but that's not the dumbest thing of the week. The dumbest thing was, okay, so um, I'm a DoorDash driver, and I was driving DoorDash, and I was I got this, this order to a, an apartment building, and the instructions said, like, top floor. It's, you know, my, my, my unit's in the top floor. And so I like got to this par- apartment building, parked in the parking lot, punched in the door code, um, went all the way to the top floor, couldn't find the guy's number. I was like, what is going on? It turns out I was in the wrong building. I had to, <laughs> it was like the building that was next door, but it had the same goddamn door code. So it was probably like the same ownership or whatever, but like, I just had him, I like, I just had to go up all these stairs and go to the top corner of this apartment building only to realize, oh shit, I'm, 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 I'm in the wrong building. Well, I remember no, I told no, I still have the secret that we, we can talk about my secret DJ friend, which we'll get Oh into. yeah, sure. Yeah. Let's, let's oh, get to that. Yes. We, we need to, yes. That could change the whole complexion of the show and yeah. the name you know, oh, yeah. uh, what yeah, we're doing. I'll leave that to you. Yeah, your first couple of years starting out DJing in LA. With? With, well, okay, so first of all, me DJing is an accident. Me doing what I do is an accident because I don't think I've ever met a child or a kid anywhere who is 14, 15, 16, who says, I want to grow up and be a bar mitzvah DJ. <laughs> I haven't found one, maybe Noah. You're looking at him, you're looking this at him. Guy. <laughs> You're uh, yeah. okay, maybe and so I think now you could see that but back then no so there was this guy um you know back in the day who DJed my sister's bat mitzvah his name was Mark he is like the the Jedi Mark, master Markowitz. uh no Mark Ray great guy um did, like like I said way back in the day he was doing it and a legend of LA bar mitzvahs legend in his own shower and uh that was his joke by the way so he <laughs> he had just left um, this other company and he started his own. And so he was DJing mine. And back then there was no dancer. So it was just him and another guy. So I went up to him and I was doing all of my impressions and he's like, Oh my God, you would be perfect to, um, to team up with this guy that I just hired from Kansas. His name is Paul. So I'm like, okay, great. So me and this guy named Paul started doing bar and bar mitzvahs for the next five years. And little did I know that that, that fine gentleman was Paul Rudd. <laughs> um, yeah, Mar- okay. Marvel superstar, Ant Man, Judd Apatow movies. Uh, so that was Celebrity his crush of mine. Yes, yeah, so I can I can send Paul a uh, a note from from Devin and say, hey Paul, listen, I know you're married with some kids, yeah, but Devin is looking to slide into your DMs. I will ruin your marriage. <laughs> She'll ruin your marriage. Actually. So. 
Um, I saw Black Cherry is coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> what was? Why am I blanking on the name? The John Mulaney Nick Kroll show. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Oh, that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah, I saw Oh Hello a few years ago, and he was in my row. You were uh, so, Paul Rudd. You were so Paul close Rudd to was him. in oh my, my row, and I I kept it cool, and I did not say a thing. That's I I don't even want to. I got so many comments. I won't. You say should any, have but, ruined his marriage. Yes, <laughs> that's when I should have done it with my mom and my dad right next to me. Yes, yeah. you, you got to make the leap with the parents there and just say, "Hey, this is my fiance, Paul. He's <laughs> yeah. excuse you me. You may know him. I'm about to change your life." Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but I will say this about Paul is that there are a million people and actors in Hollywood and Paul is still probably like the best and nicest human being because so many people end up in the, like the shit show of like how much powdered sugar is on my nose and like all this crazy stuff. And like Paul is legit a good dude. I've never heard of any bullshit that he's been involved with or anything crazy. So I just know he's a good guy and, uh, we we definitely got into some trouble off i would say offline but um we used to crank call people all the time like after <laughs> hours he would have me do like my impressions like late at night and we would crank call people it's just like our goof um at all wow. these parties and stuff so okay noah told me not to ask this but i'm obviously oh. going to what did you research i hope that you i i have a feeling i know where you're going go ahead devin i don't have you ever like ruined any marriages and tried to like date the moms of the bar and bar oh my god oh okay so you oh, yeah, i did tell you not to ask this <laughs> no no that part is fine um i thought you were gonna go somewhere else but you did not so thank god you did not <laughs> you guys did not research me enough to answer uh this question but the answer is oh. totally no i never i never <laughs> ever have anything okay. yeah of course i will say that i've had some hellacious brides some oh, brides. do you do weddings Yes, I mean bar and bat mitzvahs. I will say are my specialty. Can't wait. Can't wait to get back to the lives. Um, but uh, yeah, there have been a few bridezillas for sure. All right. Well, thank you so much yeah, for coming on, Randy. <laughs> this was this was such a great episode. I love talking mitzvahs with you. Um, you are definitely an expert on mitzvahs. Um, totally reliving my own my own middle school years of going to. I, I feel like I went to like. 20 bar mitzvahs uh it's so much fun i want to go again and i want to audition to be in your company dude slip into our dms it's uh you know you can find us on insta at real genius djs yeah give us all your plugs you can i'll give you a couple plugs um so on the web we're real genius djs or real genius entertainment.com and soon to be in three days um, we will be launching a brand new website for all of our um, Zoom stuff, drive-by, Zoom mitzvahs, and Zoom interactive game shows, realgeniusinteractive.com. So that will be three magic websites you can go to to see us. And of course, um, I am grateful to you guys because I probably for the next couple of days, in terms of like reliving a bar mitzvah, I don't know if I'll be reliving mine, but I will be reliving the thought of Devin's dog barfing everywhere. Yeah, wonderful. Thank you. It was a sight to see, and I hope it replays all the time in your mind. Yeah. Wait, we didn't even ask. What was your bar mitzvah theme? I, I, I did not have a bar mitzvah theme, but I did have two cool things at my bar mitzvah that I'll mention quickly. Is number one, I came in on a rickshaw. Okay. <laughs> Do you awesome. know what a rickshaw is? I have to check. Some, some people do yeah, not know what like a rickshaw like is. Kind of like a pedicab. Yeah, it's like a pedicab and someone literally like pushed me in. It's like an, like an Uber without a motor. 
Like so a throne. I had that, and I had like a robot at my bar mitzvah that Whoa. like literally like served drinks. So it was like, "Hello, how may I help you?" You know, huh. very eighties. Yeah, don't very say the eighties. That was not. It was definitely nineties. Oh, my bad. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Um, well, before you before we go, we've got one more thing that we always make our guests say before we leave. Um, here at Two Dummies, we're a little bit obsessed with uh, chickens and animal noises, and so we make our we always ask our guests to say "bok bok bok." This is completely real, by the way. He's not joking. He makes every guest do this. <laughs> but is the "bok bok bok" from the uh, Cadbury commercial? No, no, it's just he, Noah just really <laughs> likes chickens. It's just it's just it it's become a running gag that's become a tradition. So yeah, is your is your favorite bar mitzvah dance the chicken dance? Oh, I I love the chicken dance. Wait, did you have that? Because I didn't. I didn't play the chicken dance at my bar mitzvah. No, no. Wow. And I, I think just, that's that's a little too juvenile. Okay, so I have to say bok 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 like that. You you betcha. Yeah, in I any way I you want. Had, I wish I had a uh, virtual background right now. Uh, okay. <laughs> bok, bok, bok! Amazing. Wow, good job. Well, yeah. thank you so much, Randy, for coming on Two Dummies. Follow us on Instagram at Two Dummies Podcast and on TikTok at Two Dummies Podcast. Um, Devin, Mazel Tov. Uh, <laughs> Yashar Koach. <laughs> let's let's, let's uh, yeah let's play that as our song and let's play i got a feeling coming out because i got a feeling Woo-hoo. all right see you see everybody I see you next week on a brand new episode of two dummies model talk bye that tonight's gonna be bark, a bark. good night <laughs> bark, bark, that bark. tonight's gonna be a good night that tonight's gonna